prize. I've already got the prize. The prize is the pleasure of finding a thing out. The Earth is a very small stage in a vast cosmic arena. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing. Now I am become death, the destroyer of worlds. You realize when you know how to think, it empowers you far beyond those who know only what to think. And boom. All right, we are live. Thank you, everyone, for joining us for this episode of Griffins and Gluons. I am your host, Elliot. And today, ladies and gents, we are being attacked. We are in being invaded by the Nano Club. They're, they've infiltrated the physics department. They're trying to pass themselves off as physics students and you know what? They're human too, and they're here to stay. So we're going to interview a few of them, specifically the club president of the Nano Club. So uh, we have Tara Pricka and the vice president of the Nano Club, Hannah Oreskovich. Ladies, thank you so much for being on the show. Hello. Thanks for having us. No worries. No worries. So I believe some congratulations are in order, uh, because from what I understand, this is the first year with an all-female roster for the club. Is that true? Um, yeah, I think so. We've definitely had some female execs in the past, but I don't think it's been four for four. So yeah, it's exciting. Yeah. Oh, good stuff. And considering sort of the relatively short history of the program and the club, that's a real good achievement. So, and, and, and just to give a bit of a background, how did the Nano Club start? When did it start? Do you have any information on that? So it started just about 10 years uh, ago, and it started with John Dutcher and Dan Thomas, and they really just wanted to create a program that was immersed in all sciences and really gave a hands-on type of uh, program using the newest technology that wouldn't be used uh, by even some graduate students, but now we get the chance in second year and then onwards. So yeah, super exciting, and it's a super interesting program. That is very exciting. And I, I guess on that note, do you mind if you could just, for the both of you, kind of give a background on why you chose nanoscience uh, as a program over tra more traditional fields such as physics, chem, math, and etc.? Yeah, I can start on that one. I actually did my first year in biology and um, I was finishing my first year calculus and somehow I decided that I wanted more math than bio was going to give me. So I was thinking of minoring in physics, but then I met a friend of mine who told me about the nano program and I switched over because it sounded like it had a lot of everything, honestly. So yeah, now I'm majoring in nano and minoring in chemistry. Double, double oof, double whammy. Yeah. That sounds like a lot. <laughs> How about you, Tara? Um, yeah, so I'm in my fourth year now, so it seems like forever ago when I chose, but it was kind of a running joke with my year that we all joined Nano Club because our dads told us about it. So, um, <laughs> but honestly, I t always kind of um, took all the sciences all throughout high school and I couldn't choose. So nanoscience seemed like the perfect program for me because I wanted to do all the sciences all the time. And then I realized during my second year that I actually really like biotechnology, which is why I have now a minor in bio, well, working towards a minor in bi biotechnology. So yeah, um, it's been super interesting and super exciting. And it's, yeah. <laughs> are there any, uh, are there any misconceptions that you guys get that comes with the program? Do people confuse you for neuro? Do people yes. assume that you're working on like nanomites, you know, the little, you know, those things that all evil geniuses and every 
movie have? It's like, oh, I have little nanobots. So people can confuse you for those or all the time. I actually I actually got stuck in the like kind of the orientation in first year with uh the neuroscience people because we <laughs> nanoscience and neuroscience were the exact same thing and that we would obviously have so much to talk about in our programs. So they kind of stuck us together and we had no clue what the other people were doing, but I mean, it works. <laughs> so <Fair enough. laughs> I find that too. A lot of people don't really know what nanoscience is. If you aren't like in school for chemics or physics or chemistry or math or something like that. So if I'm like telling a random person, they typically don't really know what it is. And then they say, Oh, that must be too smart. And then they stop talking. <laughs> like, <laughs> <pretty> much. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, well then as sort of a way of kind of deconstructing it, kind of make it a bit more, you know, transparent for the viewers or the listeners for that matter. Can you kind of give in a nutshell, can you describe how the nano program works? How is it sort of different than the other programs and, you know, what kind of, what kind of streams and fields does it offer that, that a new coming student could, uh, could be looking forward to? It's definitely most distinctive with like how integrative it is. Like the, the two main parts of it really are physics and chemistry. And it's actually within the nano major, there's two kind of streams that you can take as a program. So there's a chemistry stream and a physics stream is what the majority of people do. There's a few other options, like an engineering kind of focus or a Terra kind of made her own with the biotech. Um, but it's I think it's probably one of the more integrative programs I've really heard of. Yeah, no, I have to agree. Um, pretty much right away in first year, you have to take all the sciences, math, chemistry, physics, biology, and then um, an intro to nano. And then um, that pretty much sets you up for how the rest of the years are going to be. So you really kind of have to um, be ready to learn about everything. And then also uh, be ready to be in the lab a lot because the labs are pretty intensive, but they're super fun. Um, everybody who all the TAs, uh, Jay, who's the lab coordinator, he's awesome. Um, they just, I don't know, they make the lab section fun and you learn so much. And now, like, my, my mom's also an engineer, so she works with the same type of stuff that I do. And so now, like, she's pretty impressed when I can, like, follow <laughs> what she's, like, talking to me about for, like, things she's been doing for 20 years and I'm in my fourth year. So, yeah. Cool. And, and would you kind of... Uh... Would you say that it would be a good sort of alternative for a lot of the pre-med programs that a lot of people are kind of coming into? You know how a lot of people are looking for programs like biomedical science where it's very well-rounded. Would you say that nano would probably give you something similar and, and more at the same time? I would say so, especially because the program is so young. Like there's like um, a lot. It's very customizable, honestly, the degree. Like I have people in my year who are all taking very kind of different streams. Some people are like more math focused if they're looking to just sit and do math. Or some people could be more bio focused if you want to like memorize all the amino acids and do the biochem route. So I think it's really good. <laughs> you can make it exactly what you want it. Yeah, no, 100%. I actually have a roommate who's in biomed. And so I would say that they are, we take a lot of the same courses, mostly because of my biotechnology. So that's what I filled with my electives. But that's how I made my nanoscience program. So that's just an option right there. And actually, there is like a ton of nano uh, science like alumni that have gone on to like med school and have done really well, I'm assuming. So yeah. <laughs> no, very cool. And, and on, on that note of 
sort of it being very customizable, I take you've been able to come across courses that are a bit more unique or a bit more sort of that you, that you wouldn't necessarily get with a conventional program. So what, what would be your favorite course so far between the two of you? I don't mean to alienate any of the profs and say what your least favorite <laughs> course is. So we'll... Um... One of the nano courses for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Just because they have such cool labs. Like the lab focus for, for all of the labs, like you start really doing them second year, um, is all very like microscopy based. So very fancy, expensive, big microscopes um, that you get to use that. The labs are much more physics based in that way, but that makes it kind of cool because you get to actually like put on your resume that you know how to use like all these things like the UV vis spectrophotometer or we use... Um, a scanning electron microscope and atomic force microscope and it, it's a big mouthful but it's cool yeah um i would say probably my favorite course would be nanolithography mm-hmm. uh just because that course was super hands-on um which is what i thrive um on the lab components so mm-hmm. having those presentations making those like um the poster presentation doing the labs they were just i don't know that was my type of course so yeah no, fair enough. And and Hannah, you gave me a word salad of yes. of equipment names <laughs> that that I'm 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 gonna forget after this meeting. But on 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 that, can you sort of give a quick uh, quick rundown on some of the equipment that you get to use mm-hmm. while you're while you're an undergrad? Yeah, I would say definitely the the biggest uh, kind of machine I suppose that you focus on within the nano courses is the. Uh, atomic force microscope it's called an afm for short and it's essentially just like a little like tiny 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 nano probe um that gets essentially dragged across the surface of uh, material uh to kind of measure its topography how the height changes and so it will drag literally across like atom by atom by atom which is really cool because then you get once you get good images it's very hard to get good images because um it's so sensitive to the noise in the building because it's so tiny and it's so sensitive. So it's hard to get good images because it's in the science complex. But um, when you do, you can see like individual atoms relatively easily, which is really awesome. How about you, Tara? What are, what are some equipment, pieces of equipment that you've used? So um, you have this microscope called uh, SEM, which is stands for scanning electron microscope. And so it pretty much is another Huge microscope. You're going to see a trend here. Um, And it uh, pretty much scans the surface of the sample of what we're looking at. And it can pretty much break down each component of that element. uh, I mean, of that sample. So like down to the elements, what's more prominent. And honestly, I mean, like, it just gives you really cool images, to be honest. I can't really say much more about that. But um, I think that was probably one of the more successful type of microscope um, labs because it's not like the AFM where it's like super sensitive to noise. So you kind of have a little bit of leeway there and you can play around with it um, while the AFM it's like, yeah. <laughs> finicky. <laughs> yeah, finicky. That's a good word. <laughs> <laughs> and, and what are you usually using for samples? Sort of like what are what are what sort of the basic uh, sample types that you're using in labs? Are, are they solutions? Sort of bacteria uh, materials? Silicon wafers um, for like hard uh, samples, and then we do make our like solutions. So we did make uh, gold nanoparticles. Um, we made ferrofluids. Um, 
there's, I don't know, <laughs> I it's been a while since I've done these labs. Um, I'm doing some right now. A lot of them are solution-based, like especially in second or third year, sorry, I'm taking a thin film science course. So a lot of that uses like process, a process called spin coding, which like basically you drop a solution on a sample and spin it really, really, really fast so that it thins right out. Um, and then you can do a lot of stuff with that super, super nano thin kind of surface. Um, so yeah, we take a lot of solutions and then we turn them into solids or we'll make nanocrystals sometimes too, which is really cool. Some of the cool images Tara was talking about are the tiny, tiny crystals. They look like snowflakes, but they're nano. <laughs> so considering the, the, the nature of this program being sort of a, a combination and an interdisciplinary approach between a lot of subjects, would you say that your method of thinking or studying has changed or has had to change? Because you're sort of, you're kind of flip-flopping between, you know, chemistry and then biology and math and physics. Have you had to kind of sort of change the way you approach studying? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> A lot of um, the stuff in high school, I would say, like, because I still did take all the science courses in high school, but you, you could do all the work by yourself. You would be caught up, like no stress at all. But um, nanoscience is a very intensive program. They like teach you a lot in a very short amount of time. So yeah. it's definitely <laughs> good to like have a good group of friends where you guys can work through problems together and you can just honestly uh, spitball ideas of like different things. Um, and it's good to know your professors, your TAs and stuff. They'll help you a ton, especially in the lab courses. Um, Jay, who's the lab coordinator, he's awesome. He definitely knows the stresses and how intensive the lab portion is as Hannah is dying on the other screen. Yeah. <laughs> but um, it, yeah, it's just the best time. And then after you finish it, you kind of can't believe that you've done so much in such a little amount of time. So there's definitely been some sleepless nights, but I mean, it's been worth it at the end. So yeah, mm -hmm. I totally especially agree with what you said about working with everyone like because it's such a small program too like I have uh, like 12 or 13 maybe 14 people in my year so we all not now because of COVID unfortunately but before we would end up just like hanging out at school together a lot trying to get everything done and you really end up doing a lot of teamwork and so I, I definitely am doing more teamwork kind of stuff that way now than I was like first year so I definitely changed my studying in that way. Yeah. And just to add on, like, I think in my, in my group, in my year, I, we actually have six people and that's including me. So it's definitely a small program. And honestly, it just kind of gives you a taste for how it is. It's going to be when you get a job out there, because you're going to be working with other people. You're not just going to be working by yourself, trying to get, um, trying to beat everyone. Like you all have a goal together to like complete a task. So yeah, mm -hmm. it's definitely helped in that sense. And do you, do you kind of find that comes with a smaller program that the mentality is not, you know, everyone for themselves. It's sort of let's help everyone kind of succeed because we're kind of all in it together. Do you, do you, do you find that? Do you, or, or is there still a bit of friendly competition as well? There's a bit, but there's a tiny bit, but that comes with, I think an individual's personality, not really a yeah. program per se, because, but I definitely think we, um, have more of a tight-knit group because like just looking at me and Hannah we're on different years and stuff and I'm pretty sure like we're taking some of the same courses right now and we're like also working together to like figure things out or if I've like completed a nano course before her like 
I'm like, I can explain it better than maybe like the instructions would. And it just like, it keeps going like years help other years. And that's pretty much how it goes. That's a big part of what Nano Club is anyway, because the program is so small. A lot of it is just trying to help out anyone that is doing something that you've done before. It's most of what Nano Club does. How would you sort of apply this to, you know, a, a profession? Like where would, after graduation, for those kind of wondering, you know, what could I do with a nanoscience degree? What would you, what would you kind of look forward to after graduation in terms of a job? Where could you work? And, and what kind of succession planning can you kind of see? Um, well, I guess the biggest like wow factor job that like, I would enjoy working for like working at um, once I graduate would be like a cancer researcher because um, I think it's just like an admirable job and stuff. And honestly, like with the technology that we learned during the lab components and plus there's um, there's nano courses like biological nanomaterials and stuff, which like set you up for like the more biology area of study and uh, nanoscience. So um yeah, I, honestly, it, I mean, the options are limitless, to be honest, like, I can't really <laughs> give you a single thing. Um, I remember when I was reading the pamphlet in high school, and it was just named a five completely different, like, jobs, <laughs> not even remotely related. And I was like, wow, you could do all those things. with just like nanoscience, like you don't have to take any other, like courses or programs. And like, obviously, area of study helps and stuff. But like, the options are there. Like you, it's never too late to choose what you would like to do with like after nanoscience. So mm -hmm. the program gives you a pretty full set of skills. Like I was, I, we keep mentioning all these like machines, but like it, it looks pretty good on a resume when you can say that you've used all these different things and you've measured these atom lengths and you can do all these things and you're still in your undergrad, which is pretty not common. So you're able to brag a bit because of it. And that helps you get pretty much any job. <laughs> <laughs> And there's always the uh, the graduate work as well at the university, correct? With John Dutcher and the rest of the department. Yeah, actually, one of my um, friends in my year, uh, he actually works with John Dutcher, and he started working with him, I think, in the beginning of uh, third year, and he like loves it and stuff. Like John's one of the nicest guys, so he says that he just loves working for uh, working with him. So yeah, very cool. Um, so. On, on that note, we're approaching our time. So I want to get into a bit about the Nano Club itself. Um, so let me know what's what's happening. What are you guys thinking this year? It's, it's obviously a very unpredictable and, and different year, and it's a lot harder to make plans and make events. So uh, what do you guys have coming up that uh, people could look forward to and, and could participate in? Um, well, Nano Club was pretty much known for its College Royal um, demos. And so um, this year, College Royal is a little different because it's all online. And so there's going to be an information section, but there's also going to be a live chat section. So right now, um, the Nano Club is working at their own at-home COVID-friendly demos, which we kind of <laughs> made into like a little bit of a competition friendly competition obviously <laughs> and um with and pretty much whoever uh like the top three i would say at the end gets to join the live chat and gets to debut it like at college royal and pretty much just kind of shows the world that like nanoscience doesn't really stop once you're out of the lab and stuff like you can find it anywhere and it's honestly yeah. still a fun thing to do i mean it doesn't sound too fun when we start 
like going with all these acronyms and the microscopes, but like it is. And the demos <laughs> are awesome too. Like we have a quantum magnetic levitation, which we like freeze a superconductor in liquid nitrogen. And then we uh, put it onto a magnetic like track or um, a diff like, or just like a magnet. And we, you can manipulate the superconductor um, to like go around the track or like stop in a certain sh uh, way or rotate or something. And then you also have like an acoustic um, levitation, um, which you can then like, uh, like levitate water or we use styrofoam because it was really easy to get like a lot of those little styrofoam balls to show people like how it worked. But pretty much there's um, two sets of speakers. Like there's a bunch of mini speakers, but they go um, on both sides of the water droplet or the styrofoam. And it pretty much, all plays at the same frequency, which holds the like sample in place. And so, yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's funny, basically. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, and it's funny, actually, you, you talked about sort of superconducting, uh, superconducting magnets, because uh, I think a new field that's been coming out and sort of evolving over time has been sort of levitation studies, which has been implemented in the Hyperloop. There are actually people working on Hyperloop, uh, who are, who have their title as being levitation expert or levitation physicist or something like that. You could definitely start a nano and go to there if you wanted. <laughs> yeah, no, there plenty of applications. I'm, I'm already doubting my, my program of choice right now. Why didn't anyone tell me this exactly. in, in, in first year? Podcast. We got to let the world know. So yeah, no, exactly. Um, so we're approaching cause I didn't buy zoom premium. So we're, we're confounded to 30 minutes. So I guess, uh, just to finish off, um, let me, how, how can, uh, how can the, the listeners sort of find out more about the club and more about the program? Where, where are you advertised? Where can we find you? Um, so we have a website and we're actually going to be, um, updating the website with brand new things, showing off, um, our latest college Royal, uh, demos, other things that are happening in the, uh, club and then also shows um kind of the things that are happening with the nanoscience program now because it's always updating there's always new like science never kind of stops in one place so we like the program must update as well and then um we also started an instagram page at um nano club underscore guelph yeah and the <laughs> website link and everything is in the bio so yeah <laughs> and so yeah <laughs> That's cool. Perfect. Awesome. So be sure to follow that uh, and be sure to check out uh, sort of other news and updates on the Nano Club and the Nano Program. And uh, and yeah, so thank you so much, ladies, for, for coming in. We really appreciate it. Yeah, uh, thank thank you. you for sharing your experiences. And, uh, and yeah, so good luck in all your courses. I'm sure I'm sure right now is, of course, the easiest time of the year. So you'll have no problem. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, <laughs> but uh but yeah so thank you again and uh take care appreciate it yeah, thank you bye bye this episode of griffins and gluons was brought to you by the physics and astronomy club at the university of guelph stay tuned on our instagram and discord to hear more about our events and fundraisers that will be happening all throughout this semester and next semester follow our instagram at uogpac that is uogpac and our Discord, U of G P A C. That is U O F G P A C. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll catch you in the next one. Take care.